What is up? Coming to you live from the jungle, the home of our little tiger. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek, Geek Philosophy Podcast. It is episode 288. As if you're watching this, the lights are flickering. It was a ghost. A ghost. It was a ghost of wife present. <laughs> Good night. It's time for another episode of Dre's Geek Philosophy. We're here. And um, if you've seen the title, already thought of the title, since last week's title was Dre Might Go to Comic-Con, this week's title is Dre Did Not Go to Comic-Con. <laughs> I, uh, I was maybe like 20% disappointed, 80% relieved, to, to be honest. It would have been nice to go down there. Uh, many of my friends were down there, as I saw on social media. Our good buddy, Trent Trail, was down there. I saw him checking in. Yeah, I am so interested in that, app, that Apple, TV, uh, Apple TV show Severance. I, I have three months free Apple TV that I have not cashed in yet on my, on my current iPhone. I need, to, uh, I need to cash that in, and I may just sit and watch Severance on my phone. So yeah, he he. Uh, Trent was posting from there. Our, our other good friends, Jonah and Laura, who were down there with Trent, they were down there. Jonah was working because Jonah works in PR in the entertainment industry. Trying to think of some of our, our old friends, our, our former uh, corrections and retractions department, Kiet Fam was down there. I guess Street Pass OC had another panel and and, and quiz bowl as as Kiet loves to torture people with incredibly difficult video game questions. Uh, so, several other friends. The, the who did not go was me and my boss. Uh, I guess my boss was unable to secure uh, tickets, uh, <laughs> which I was uh, I, um, and then, uh, like I had said last week. The the only way I was going to go down there was if we were actually working. If we were making some sort of progress for the company for for our the, the, our, our whatnot division uh, and then on the side note if I was going to be able to make any content for our podcast and or our YouTube channel or Instagram or whatever for the the if I could if it would also help the enterprise which is Dre's Geek Philosophy podcast and since uh, my, bo my boss has been a little bit preoccupied with many other things aside from our actual work, he, he was able, uh, unable to secure tickets. And even uh, it, it was funny because on our whatnot shows last week, we were hinting, oh, we're going to be broadcasting from the, you know, we might be at Comic-Con because whatnot had, had floated the idea. Hey, you guys should come down and sell some games at our, at, at our I, I don't know if they had a booth, they had some sort of, uh, they had a hype, uh, I think it was like, some, some of them were calling it Hype House, some of them were calling it Hero House, there was some sort of installation for, for the, for the WhatNot app down there, and they, they had told us about it a week or two ago, and so we're like, okay, cool, we'll go down, we'll, We'll like and I'm like oh for okay cool for work that'd be awesome and, you know we spread the word of Dusty Games I plug the podcast and the YouTube channel there it's it's a win win for everyone and then uh, they're like oh we don't because my boss didn't commit immediately to them they didn't hold a spot for us at the at the hero slash hype house so it was like oh and so my boss like oh you still want to go down there I'm like for what for who? I mean, no. And like, we, uh, 
I said this was only for you know to, to, to help the company. If we're just going to go down there just to be a couple of goobers and not have somewhere to crash or just be driving back and forth down to San Diego, down to Wales Vagina, and back up. Because yeah, he got invited to a whatnot party on Friday night. And uh, I guess he, he wanted me to go with him. And I was like, nah, dog, I got to go home to my family. <laughs> I can't just be like, all right, I'm just going to go goof off. Sorry, wife. Sorry, son. I'm like, dad's going to just go pretend to be the nerd he was 10 years ago for, for one night. And it's like, no, is this going to help? Uh, like, I, I, everything, I, I kept framing it to my boss. Is this going to help the brand? And I was like, no, this is not, this is just going to be a bunch of drunk whatnot people where we don't have, we don't even have a spot to broadcast on their stage it's like what, what, what's the point of going down there just, uh, other than wasting gas and wasting our time and so I was like, nope. I'm like we're not, I'm not going and I, think, I think my boss was able to secure himself a ticket but he, he ended up not going either I guess he, he, he couldn't muster up the nerve to go down there I think he needed me to be his uh, his nerd emotional support and it would have been his first comic con so I think he might have been overwhelmed anyway he he had gone to Anime Expo, you know, two three weeks ago. Like I said, that that would have been three weeks ago, and he got all brave, and then he now he wants to go to every convention, which is what that was the impetus for this. Like, oh, I can get us to con, I can get us to con, and then today he was telling us, oh, he was telling us at work, he's like, oh, if I had talked to some different people, I would I could have gotten everybody badges. I'm like, well, ifs and whats, <laughs> who I mean, can do no buts. Oh, hey, what's up, Judy? Uh, yes, Comic Con is too crazy. Yeah, that's uh, a couple of the other employees who went on their own. These two uh, super nerds that work at our office. Yeah, they, they they were complaining that it was probably the most crowded Comic Con they had ever seen. I guess you you take Comic Con away from nerds for two years and uh, they, they they all get st uh, crazy starred for it. So it, it was super crowded, which I would not have been happy about personally. I, I I was I was never that big of a fan of San Diego Comic Con. If you go back and listen to last week's short episode, I, I did discuss like my my thoughts and feelings of Comic Con. I, I guess I, I would love to 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 utilize it to help um, our my boss's business and to help the the podcast. Obviously, like I said, the last time I went was you know ten years ago before I had a podcast before I had any of this and before I had a YouTube channel like it w I was just going for for funsies and it wasn't fun for me anymore I'll say Judy you're fortunate you got to go you know pre 2008 pre, pre Twilight pre Marvel pre Game of Thrones pre Walking Dead pre every franchise that all these fans who who who'd never dreamed of going to Comic Con? All of a sudden, oh, I can go to Comic Con. I can meet Rick Grimes. I can meet Jon Snow. <laughs> I can see the Avengers on stage. I can sleep for 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 two nights outside, <laughs> waiting to get into Hall H. Yeah, I, I was talking about that today at work. I was like, no, it's like Hall H is so like, like to me, like sleeping for two hours outside to be in Hall H is so insignificant now, because everything there is gonna be on the internet like, at the same time. That that there's no incentive for these movie companies to like withhold that information now. Like literally, as the Marvel press conference was going on, um, or the Marvel panel and Hall H was going, they were tweeting out all the information live at the same time 
So it's like, the, aside from the uh, the foam of, oh, I wanted to be there. It's like that. You want to spend thousand dollars sleep on grass outside for two days so you could be there where I was sitting my ass at the La Habra Library, playing with uh, playing Legos with my son. <laughs> And having my, my, my phone on my on my side and then seeing all the stuff scroll up and down my Twitter. Like <laughs> Yeah. Oh Judy Lynn here on Facebook Live. Yeah, I, uh, she saw Lou Ferrigno in a booth with a sign. Five dollars autograph and photo back in the day. Yeah. Like back in the old like I uh, again, I, I think I've said it many times on this show. Uh, 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 every July I always say I, I regret not going to the olden cons like I I, sh- I there's many opportunities where I could and should have gone like late 90s early 2000s uh, uh, misguided idiocy on my part you know, I, I worked at a comic book store for 10 years from like 94 to 2003 I worked at a comic book store and not one single time did I go to San Diego? I was always the responsible one that stayed behind for the store. Which now I, I you can't see the video if you're listening to this. I threw up air quotes because that was sucker who got freaking stuck behind while everyone else went to go have fun at the at, at Comic Con. I was I was such a rube. Like young me was like, oh, I, I'm the responsible one. I'll stay here. And then my, my mom did. Uh, my mom thought that the that the original owner of the comic shop w- w- was trying to uh, molest me, and so she said, you, "You're not allowed to go down." Because my the first boss, he wanted me to go. He wanted me to see Comic Con. He 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 knew I was I would have enjoyed it back in like freaking '96 or '97. <laughs> Ryan, uh, you only went in '06. Never again. Yeah, just. It's, yeah, my first con was like 2008. It was like probably the the first or second Twilight con where it was like everything was already feeling quote unquote ruined. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fortuitous that like my my first con experience was probably my probably my best con experience. Uh, thanks to, to to Pete Molini, I I got to go for like one day. I was like I I drove down there Saturday night, slept. On an air mattress on the floor of a big ass hotel room, <laughs> they had gotten this giant hotel room with a conference room, so that you could just cram a bunch of nerds in there on, in sleeping bags. Our, our good friend, the host of the Comic Centric podcast, Enrique Cruz, was sleeping on 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 the conference table. I was sleeping on the floor of the conference table. I think Pete was like perpendicular to me. <laughs> And a whole but and a whole host of other people, who <laughs> through Craigslist or whatever, like there must have been a dozen of us in this room. And then our other friend, Big Mike, like I, guess, I don't know, he he somehow won the the coin toss for the bed, and he was sleeping in the bed and snoring away, and we were all awake listening to Big Mike snore. But despite that horrible night of sleep. I woke up the next day, and then I got to meet all my favorite comic book creators at one panel. And I was like, this is amazing. They're all right. I got to walk up and freaking wash their balls. I was like, oh, Graham Morrison, your stories are fucking awesome. <laughs> Keith Giffen, I love, there's something off with the audio. Oh, man, no. Right when I'm actually talking about something cool, the audio. Facebook's been fucking up. 
Facebook, maybe I'm holding the mic too close to the um, to to the camera because the camera picks up the audio for Facebook. And this uh, this this microphone that you can see on camera is just faint. Maybe I'm too far back. Maybe maybe I need to be close. I, I'm not projecting towards the. Uh, I'm projecting into here, but I'm not projecting to you guys on Facebook, which would be bad later on when I eventually do move all these to YouTube. Let me just put the mic underneath here and project to both. Okay. Is is that better for you guys? Uh, let me let me let me project a little upwards and shoot my voice at the camera. Yeah, you, uh, was it, Judy, you saw the whole cast of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like, I feel like a lot of the TV shows were, were there in the olden days. But it didn't get to the point where now, where, like, every single uh, pop culture medium is there. Yeah, I was telling Rosa, like, oh, the, the, the biggest retailer in comic books, uh, Mile High Comics. They have a giant store in Denver, Colorado. And they used to have the biggest Comic-Con booth. They'd bring thousands of comics every year. They had a giant booth. It'd be... Depending on where you walked into the convention, it might be the first big booth you see. And then for like the last few cons, I think they I think they dipped in like 2016 or to, or 2017, where it just wasn't profitable for them anymore. <laughs> Ryan Tanaka here on Facebook Live. He's uh, he met Flash Gordon, but he didn't want to pay 20 bucks for the autograph. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had a similar uh, thing happen to me. I forgot if it was like 2010 or. Or twenty, I think it might have been twenty ten when I went uh, with me, me and my buddy Sean Hornbuckle. Uh, we went, and I got to meet one of my favorite artists. This guy, Sergio Aragonés. He, you, you, uh, he's best known for drawing uh, a, a lot of the uh, the cartoons in Mad Magazine back in the day, and then he created Gru. That was his, that was his great creation. I remember getting a few of those Gru comics when I was a kid. And then I had a lot of mad, mad magazines when I was a kid, and I got to meet him. And uh, I wanted to get a sketch, and uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm very, I, well, I was broke at the time. I'm always broke, but I was broke for a different reason back then. And uh, I wanted to get, oh, if if I could get a little quick, how much for a quick sketch? But th this artist, he's known for drawing fast. He's like, every sketch is a quick sketch. It'll be a hundred dollars. I'm like. I don't have a hundred bucks for, for a sketch, sir. <laughs> like all my money went into getting me here to the convention. I, I've gotten, I've been relying on the charity of like going to the DC Comics booth and getting the sketches from from them. Wait, waiting in, you know, in half an hour to an hour in line to to get the free sketches. I I was just hoping this is like if you could just draw something simple and quick in my in my in my little. I, I had a silly sketchup project back then. Before I decided, I oh maybe maybe I should start drawing. And uh, I asked him for a quick sketch, and he's like, nope, it'll be you know a hundred dollars for a sketch. I was like, I understand this is your living, but okay, I'm gonna have to respect. He's like, I can draw your name in the sketchbook. And I was like, that 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 that's not the the that's not the project of the, ske the sketchbook. It was just it would ruin the sketchbook. Honestly, I just I had this weird. <laughs> Interaction. I was like, "No, dude, I, I'm sorry. You know, like, I, I, this, this is a mistake on my part. I, I'm sorry to have bothered you at your booth." <laughs> and, uh, and I remember my, my friend Sean. 
was so dismayed because he, he totally thought, oh, Sergio would, would do a sketch. Because yeah, he, he's gotten, I guess he had gotten some sketches before from Sergio. And my friend, like, uh, uh, Sean was apologizing the whole time. He's like, I, I, I'm so sorry that happened. I'm like, it, it's okay, Sean. You didn't know. <laughs> you, like, he, I, Sean, like, normally one of the most confident people, he was embarrassed. Because he thought this was going to be such a, a, a great moment. For me, it's like, oh, cool. As an artist, I really like. I have this like funny sketchbook project I, I'd been doing from the previous cons, like uh, from I think from the 09 con. I started doing this this thing, and uh, yeah, it was just it, it was just hilarious. Uh, I I, remember I felt super awkward. Uh, the the rest of them, I got other like I have a bunch of big name artists in the sketchbook, and uh, I think I don't think I paid for. And I think maybe there was two. I had to like make a donation to the to the hero initiative. Oh, that that was that was easy. I could donate five dollars or ten dollars to the hero initiative. That that was no no big deal. But I remember Sean being so embarrassed. He, he thought, oh, he thought it was gonna be so simple because this guy draws so fast. It's nothing to him. But no, it, it's his art. It was little encounters like that that made me realize, oh, like oh, I should just draw things that I like instead of asking. These artists, like this, this is their trade. This is their craft. So, Warren here on Facebook Live. He saw the long lines at the Marvel booth for Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell was there after his his awesome cameo in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, hopefully, the Pizza Papa comes back. Oh, what? Okay, I gotta read this story. <laughs> Uh, Ryan put up a quick uh, story right here. I uh, Ryan wholeheartedly put up fifty dollars for a drawing from Tad Stone, the creator of Darkwing Duck. Okay, that's pretty awesome. If, if I could put the money in, I would do that. I I had a heartbreaking conversation with him about how Disney refused to work with him for the new series. Oh, that 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 sucks. Because of the the creator, because like they worked in Darkwing Duck into the new into the new uh, DuckTales. I remember I was very happy to hear that, but uh, that kind that kind of sucks. It's like they go the, the, the creator, they didn't want they didn't want to work with him at all. That just but sadly that 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 does seem very par for the course like, from from the one year I worked at Disney. They are in, they are incredibly cruel. Or or maybe I should say sometimes it's cruel, sometimes it's thoughtless when it comes to the the, the original creators that got them to where they are uh, the, 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 the one of the friends I still have over there I, I have a couple of friends still at the Disney office and one gentleman his entire job at the animation department his, he keeps in touch with a lot of the original animators a lot of the original voice talent a lot, a lot like he, he maintains the contact he, he, he's the one person who is thoughtful and considerate and then when when I when I was working at Disney, it, it was my job to I helped him out. It's like let's say I will, Peter Pan came out on on Blu-ray or whatever. Uh, he 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 would ask me, hey, can can you slip me an extra you know fifteen or twenty copies so I can get them to you know the voice actors that are still alive or some of the, some of the animators are still alive because they're not put on the on the quote unquote on the list uh, to to receive. Uh, the stuff like maybe like the the main voice the main voice actress uh, who 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 voiced Wendy, she was still around. I, that that I don't know if I told 
Have I told that story on the podcast? If I haven't, I'm going to tell it again real, real quick here. Uh, the original voice actress for Wendy, who is also the voice actress for, for Alice in Alice in Wonderland, is this very nice lady, Catherine Beaumont. I will never forget her because they sent me to her house. She she still lives, I think, it was either Burbank or, or, or North Hollywood. <laughs> they sent my dumbass to her house to help her with, uh, with her Blu-ray player. <laughs> Like they bought her a blue because uh, they need, they needed her to watch the, the the special features on the Blu-ray for Peter Pan <laughs> because she was gonna be doing some interviews regarding the special features on on the on the Peter Pan Blu-ray and and she didn't know how to hook up the the HDMI cable to her television and they sent my goofy ass over there to do tech support and like. <laughs> I'm like what? And I'm like, oh, I, uh, the the original Wendy, the original Alice. Uh, and I, I'm in her house. She she's obviously much older <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Those movies are from like 65, 70 years ago. And I, I was just like, oh, hold on, I need a new HDMI cable. And like, and so I and then I drove to the Fry's in Burbank, picked up a new HDMI cable, drove back to her house. Hooked it up, got the Blu-ray player working, <laughs> and ta-da! All right, Miss Beaumont, you can watch Peter Pan now. <laughs> I'm just this silly guy from the Disney office here, who's in your house, <laughs> fixing your tele- fixing your Blu-ray player issue. Because it was a bad HDMI cable. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was one of the sillier things that happened to me when I was working for Disney. But uh, it's just part like they, they'll take care of the big talent. But the, uh, but to your point there, Ryan, they they, they don't take care of a of, of the, a lot of the creators. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, there there was I forgot which movie it was where like none of the animators were receiving a, a copy, and I and I, I I got an entire case, thirty copies of whatever movie it was, and I and I, I, I snuck it. Because that, that was my job. I, I, I wasn't a, it wasn't a part of the budget. Someone somebody else paid for it. I don't know who paid for it, but but not 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 my buddy. I, I got him a case. I took it out of the, the inventory. Took it over to him. Uh, I think that's why he's still friends with me today. Because even though I'm not there anymore, it was just I I was more than happy to help him on his crusade to take care of the of the OGs that that Disney's a. Uh, uh, very, very. The, the PR department could be very cruel and unusual about it. Yeah, but 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 swinging back over to Comic Con. Yeah, like didn't go. Oh well, I, I got to see all those cool Marvel announcements. Uh, uh, I'm sure uh, my, my our good friend Judy here is is, is going to be very excited uh, about. So there's a whole lot of content coming down the pipe for the next three years. Uh, they confirmed a lot of stuff that we already knew. And they, they announced a couple of other things. I guess uh, the, the, the two big things, if we, if we start with the biggest things, they announced two Avenger movies coming out in early 2025 and fall 2025. Uh, Avengers The Kang Dynasty... And Avengers Secret War, and that's right. They and like as Judy just mentioned right now, that they they showed a, a teaser trailer for Wakanda Forever, which was pretty cool in my book. It was very. We got to see uh, uh, Mexi Namor. 
I guess they're making Atlanteans very Hispanic. <laughs> which, which it's gonna be. I, I forgot what I saw on Twitter. So they're just gonna make this a race war between Browns and Blacks. <laughs> I can see that outside my house. <laughs> Yeah, the toxic people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ryan. That's right. The toxics are already ripping. Get a gym membership. No, it's it's just the 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 vocal minority of people who are just like, oh, Marvel's done. Marvel's like whatever. It's like, I honestly, it's just I don't know if it's just in vogue to hate Marvel now. It's like there's there's so much cool stuff coming. I, I'm so excited. For, I put out a, a, a tweet. I'm like, oh, after last night, the Google search for Kang must have gone up a billion percent because I'll say, you know, they, they, he was introduced in, in Loki season one. <laughs> Warren, Warren here on Facebook Live says uh, they made name more Hispanic, not to confuse him with Aquaman, the other Atlantis, <laughs> not, not the uh, the Pacific Islander Samoan Atlantis. <laughs> Tino Corta has a natural name or frown. I was excited when I heard that casting. Yeah, it's. I think it's gonna be great. In my opinion, I I've enjoyed all this Marvel stuff. Sadly, I still haven't had a chance to watch uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, we, we we've been very busy each weekend, or yeah, we we can't. Uh, we we uh, our usual babysitter has has been very busy as well. So we haven't been able to get to the theater and watch uh, Love and Thunder, but I expect that to be fun. It, I keep seeing people on Twitter just like trashing it. Like today, when I was watching uh, someone, uh, I, I we still need to get to Ms. Marvel. Like uh, we, we keep falling asleep every night. Like our, our normally, our I think this is normally our our TV time. Like because Tiger went down about ten forty five tonight. He, he took a while going down. And then uh, tonight is normally only murders in the building, but we didn't even watch that. <laughs> I heard it called Thor. Take your kids to work day. <laughs> um, yeah, so we haven't even had a chance. I, I've been telling her we need to watch Ms. Marvel because I heard I heard the big thing that happens at the end of Ms. Marvel. Like the, uh, I, I already like I, I told her I know the, the the big thing, but I don't know how we get there. I I, I want to know how we get to. The thing I heard, uh, I I know uh, Captain Marvel shows up. I saw I've seen the image online that all these nerds have been trashing. Sorry, I'm taking off a bandage from my knee. <laughs> all the actors' kids are in the film. That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Uh, and there's all these people like are like are, are bashing Taika. And it's like, oh, they want Thor to be a serious movie. I'm like, Thor Ragnarok was one of the best movies that I I think it's one of the funniest movies. I think it's entertaining as all get out. I don't know. I think some people just want this to be super serious when it's clearly not. Okay, oh, see, Warren here is making a point that I think a lot of people are saying. After the Marvel, at least there's a direction of where these movies and shows are going. He did not feel the direction of where everything was going after watching Thor 4. Yeah, I think Taika didn't give a fuck about any overarching stuff. Uh, honestly, with, like, even go, you go back and watch Thor Ragnarok, the only thing that had uh, any relevance to... Hmm. 
<sighs> Sorry about that. It's very late for me, and I'm very tired. That's uh, probably my second yawn already. Um, with the only relevance was like uh, that that post credit scene when 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 Thanos' ship shows up and just overwhelms Thor's ship. <laughs> it was super serious with Thor: Dark World. That movie was not good. It, exactly. They, yeah, that one was serious except for any moments of levity with with uh, Doctor Selvig or or uh, or uh, what's her Cat Dennings character? I always forget what her, her the name of her even though like she was just in One Division not that long ago. I just always remember her character calling him Mionor Mionir Mew Mew. I feel like she stoked a lot of rage out of a lot of these uh, toxic comic book fans who like they hated her character. Uh, how how like she, how laissez faire she was about the whole the whole superhero thing. But yeah, Thor Dark World was very old, trying to be all super serious. We got the Game of Thrones director to come in after we ran off the lady who directed Wonder Woman, whose name escapes me because my brain doesn't work right now. The one who's gonna... I think she's, she's supposed to direct another cool like Marvel movie later on. I think that they did a make good with her. I forget what it was. But... Why does my brain not work? I, I'm having this problem. They're like uh, simple pieces of information that uh, that, that that would uh that I would normally be able to shoot off. I'm like, oh, woman, she directed Wonder Woman. <laughs> she originally was supposed to direct Thor too, but Marvel ran her off because Marvel is Marvel's great for actors but bad for directors. That's what uh that was a quote from uh. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that's right, Judy. It's getting late, and we're getting old. Yeah. I am really feeling my age. This past weekend, I really felt my age. Patty Jenkins. Thank you, Warren. That's who I... The later in the evening, the more I forget. Uh, I'm sharper in the afternoon. I need to do the, the podcast in the afternoon. That's what I need to do. Like When I'm doing those whatnot shows with my boss, I, I am much sharper with my video game knowledge. Here I am, like Patty Jenkins. What's that name? <laughs> Thank you again, Warren, for, for, for delivering that. But man, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, same. Right, Ryan here on Facebook Live says, you know, I want to know what happened to John Krasinski star directing and starring FF. Yeah, because I, I, I think uh, it was confirmed by people at Marvel that like John Krasinski, that him showing up in. Uh, in Multiverse of Madness, that was just a one-off. He he he's not gonna be the uh, the the Reed Richards of our FF when that movie comes out in 2025 <laughs> or 2024 or where, where yeah that that's gonna be the first movie of Phase Six. There, there, there's so much going on. There's a whole bunch of stuff in between that Fantastic Four movie and the Kang Dynasty. There's more stuff. I. I Honestly, I really hope there's a second Eternals movie just to piss a whole bunch of nerds off. I really just want to taste the salty tears of all these fucking nerds who, for whatever reason, hate Eternals. Oh, th th oh was that confirmed at the... Uh, that was fan service by Sam Raimi. <laughs> uh, Ryan says you believe they've cast the thing in Johnny Storm. That, that should be interesting. I wonder... I would laugh wholeheartedly because you know because now they, they've officially named this you know phase four phase five and phase six all together as the the multiverse saga 
I will I would have a wholehearted laugh if uh, at some point during this multiversal saga we got uh, Ian Griffod, uh Jessica Alba, <laughs> uh, and uh, what's the Michael Chiklis and Chris Evans as the Fantastic Four at some point if they if they just if Chris Evans just comes back to do a quick cameo as as Johnny Storm uh, I would laugh a lot just I would I would have a big belly laugh we, we, we can leave uh, Miles Teller and the rest of his fantastic suck in, in whatever universe they're stuck in since it, yeah I think over the course of all these shows and movies they're, they're, they're gonna have a lot of fun they're gonna really tap into uh, a, a lot of the stuff from before like I, I think no way home was was a great barometer for what we have in store like a- any actor who who's done a marvel part in, uh, in the last you know 20 years uh, they they may have a open door or a green light or a, a golden ticket if you want to come back and do it at some point in one of these movies or tv shows just for funsies you can <laughs> i mean look at multiverse maps we had uh, friggin' Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Hey, maybe, uh, what's his face? Uh, freaking Huge Ackman can come back and show up as Wolverine for like a minute. He can, he can, he can, he can show up in the yellow suit and make a whole bunch of nerds come at the same time. You see Obi-Wan in the universe. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's as if a million voices just came at the same time, and we're all silenced. <laughs> I, I heard about that, Warren, that there was anger about Henry Cavill not showing up at the Comic-Con's DC movie panel. I guess the people were assuming he was going to show up, but this con... I can't believe there's an entire DC movie con panel where the, the big movies are Black Adam and Shazam. If you had told me, like, 15 years ago that that would have been the case, I'm like, get out of your fucking mind. There's no fucking way... They're gonna do that, and no, there's a there's a Dwayne Johnson starring Black Adam movie coming out, and then we're getting a sequel to that delightful Shazam movie. I remember, I remember that Shazam movie gave me hope. I'm like, oh, but they still know how to make some fun movies, in, in spite of all the all the all the Zack Snyderish stuff like that. that I really like that Shazam movie. I, I still need to go and uh, there's the salty discharge you can enjoy. That's right, Warren. <laughs> Yeah, I really then when when that Shazam movie came out, I I thought it was delightful. I thought it was a, a again, I, I maybe it's just me getting old. I just want to have fun when I watch these movies. A little bit of tension is fine. But all these like seeing all all these comic books that I read when I was young and they 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 were they were fun in the 80s and 90s for the most part. There were some, you know, some super super serious comic books back then as well but you know most of it was just kind of fun adventures and all, all these movies for the most part have been fun adventures so uh, it, it makes me happy and I can't speak for anybody else all I know is when I watch these you know, all the, the fact there's you know every like every couple months there's another show i mean we just had ms marvel coming and in a few weeks we're gonna get to watch she hulk and i think that's gonna be fun anytime you have uh, mark ruffalo being a, a silly ass hulk uh, I, I that makes me happy 
I, I, I'm going to be watching. Every time he says something silly or dumb, I'm just going to have a big, goofy smile on my face. I'm like, oh, look, Ruffalo's having fun. And if Ruffalo's having fun, you know what that means? I'm having fun. And I, I guess there's some some sort of disconnect with a, a, a loud uh, minority. Oh, I see Ryan. I, I agree with you right here. Ryan here on Facebook says... He, Ryan only asks that they do Silver Surfer and Galactus properly. Ryan loves what they did with the Watcher. The, these are his favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah. It's after after What If, and they got Jeffrey Wright to the, be that amazing voice for the Watcher. I, I hope that when the when the Watcher does eventually show up in these live action show, live action movies or shows, he's still voiced by Jeffrey Wright because he has an amazing amazing voice. <laughs> I love the meme that came out of the, that What If show. I have seen everything, but what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, I, I, I think we're going to get Purple Pants uh, Galactus. Not not the... you know. I, I still have never watched that second um, Fantastic Four movie. That first one was not great. And I, I still to this day have not seen it where... <laughs> Galactus is just a just yawn number three. Sorry about that. I'm gonna shut it down after yawn number four. Now I've said that. Here comes the yawn. Um, yeah, I never. Where Galactus was a hive of insects because they they didn't in a comic book universe. I thought a, a giant guy with a purple helmet and purple pants were gonna be ridiculous. You got a stretchy guy and a guy made of rocks and a guy that's on a fire. <laughs> but somehow a giant purple man with a purple helmet who eats planets, that's ridiculous. Uh, oh, fuck. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that at least you know Feige and his team have, have a sense of like humor <laughs> and understand that comics are ridiculous. So comic book movies should also be ridiculous. Yeah, Doug Jones' uh, physical performance in Silver Surfer. I, was, was it Lawrence Fishburne was the voice of, of, of the surfer, I believe? I, I, just, I remember everything. Yeah, <laughs> low-key, every guy wants stretchy powers. <laughs> I forget if it was... Uh, what writer did it in the comics where... Uh, I forget if it was Mark Wade or... Or somebody did it where uh, Reed was in the other room. And then uh, Miss uh, <laughs> Invisible Woman was complaining, like Reed, come to bed. And he just like sticks his arm out, mm -hmm. and then you see sing song. Okay, Reed, thank you. <laughs> and he just like, wait, did Reed just low key give his lady a handy with his stretchy hand? <laughs> that happened in a Marvel comic book. <laughs> There's a lot of like panels out there that exist where you're like, wait, that just happened. <laughs> Oh, thank you for reminding me, Judy. Yeah, that's right. A new Daredevil series with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. I guess maybe they're gonna. Maybe it's another universe because I, I I was under the impression they killed the Kingpin in uh, in the Hawkeye series. But hey, nobody stays dead. It's a freaking comic book. <laughs> no one stays dead. <laughs> uh, by the end of this multiverse, I, you know, I fully expect during that Secret War movie. We're gonna see a bunch of people, like a, like an RDJ or a Chris Hemsworth or a Chris Evans. They're gonna they're gonna they're all gonna come back. 
at least for like a cameo, just to make everybody in the theater freaking get that same Avengers Assemble orgasm that they did in Endgame. But no, that that was pretty exciting. That you know, <laughs> how much of an upgrade did they give Kimpin and Hawkeye, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that's really awesome that that they're they're bringing back uh, both actors as Daredevil and Kingpin. That makes me really happy that the that the, the Netflix stuff is not just getting thrown away because you know they they had you know. You know, Charlie Cox showed up as you know Matt Murdock in No Way Home, and and as we mentioned, Kingpin did show up in Hawkeye, and it, it, it's it's cool. I was like, oh, they, they, it's acknowledgement. I'm I'm still here crossing my fingers that uh the, the, the same actor who played Luke Cage comes back. I'm oh, he he was so awesome. I I really loved. <laughs> How much of um, yeah yeah they made Kingpin way stronger in Hawkeye. And in Daryl, we got in 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 season one. He was just a big guy. You could kill a man using a car door, but the mere mention of his name and then kill themselves. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just well, although he did he did seem pretty um, scary in the in, in Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye didn't even want to say his name for for you know three four episodes obviously i i know that that's part of the the you know those surprise like we didn't know who they were dealing with it, it, it led up to a pretty cool reveal but yeah i, I think that yeah it, it's gonna be awesome and uh, i'm not sure if uh, you guys had noticed but um they added three movies to disney plus over the weekend i believe it was, i don't know if it was yesterday i forgot if it was yesterday or if it was saturday they added three rated r movies Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan are all now on Disney+. Plus. I think now with the new parental controls, I think as long as you have your your your, your parental control pin set up, then you'll be able to have access to all that stuff. I'm hoping that this opens the floodgates for a lot of the uh, other uh, uh, rated R content that they have in their catalog under like Hollywood Pictures or, or Touchstone or all the... Uh, all the all the the shell companies they 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 would have to do their 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 more grown up movies will start showing up on Disney Plus. I'm not sure if Dick Tracy's on there, but hopefully they can get Dick Tracy on there. I mean, I, I have it on I have it on Blu-ray from when I worked at Disney, but that would be cool if a whole bunch of kids get to see young Madonna hussy it up. Yeah, Deadpool three is probably going to be face. Yeah, once they introduce mutants into the, um, or they, they they once they formally introduce the X Men and all the mutants into the, I, I presume Deadpool three is going to be somewhere in that mixer there, because there's a whole lot of like dates with no movies attached to them for Phase six. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I, I I'm excited. Uh, and then the the one the other new thing other than uh, Daredevil was the thing we didn't know about because I think a lot of the other stuff that they announced I think we we knew about I mean obviously other than the two Avenger movies the other thing I noticed that uh, that that was announced that was new to me I guess maybe or maybe I wasn't paying attention they're gonna do a Thunderbolts movie and then uh, Rose asked me well, what is that and for those of you who don't know um, there was a comic book twenty years ago. Where uh, there's, there's a brand new super team that showed up. 
and nobody knew. Like, oh, it came out of nowhere. Justice strikes like lightning. And uh, it, it turned out to be all the, the, the Masters of Evil. It was uh, Baron Zemo and all of his Masters of Evil disguised as superheroes. That was, that was going to be their ruse to, to get one over on all the heroes. Hey, well, we're going to pretend to be heroes. His whole team of supervillains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah, I hope they get Daniel Brühl back for that Thunderbolts. Get a proper Baron Zemo. He can pretend to pretend to be Citizen V. Yeah, the, they're going to have to integ- yeah, that uh, I agree with you. Ryan says you know, it's going to be messy. Well, it would have been messy if they just showed up. Mutants just showed up. I think they're gonna try to like weave in some of the Fox. Like that, that's gonna be another you know universe or multiverse thing. I presume. If Halle Berry wants to show up, or if uh, Ray Park comes back as Toad, I'm not trying to think of who the other cool actors. Uh, well, I, I don't know who else would show up, but it, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm sure they have a plan. Yeah, it's a murder. Yeah, exactly. I, I think uh, at, at the end, uh, it's, I, I feel like they're, they're going yeah, to... Obviously, they're, they're not going to go exactly the way the comic books went. I, I feel like the the end of this whole multiversal saga, they're going to have a big multiversal war, and I think there's going to be a lot of merging and then blending of worlds at the end, because I think that that was the result of the, the last secret war that happened in the comic books. Uh, uh, ironically, that was when I kind of stopped reading Marvel. It got, it got all super messy with that secret war that happened. But yeah, yeah, you, you, you are correct. Yeah, they're going to start merging the content instead of, you know... Yeah, there's, yeah, like I said, there's all this history of, of mutants. And this other Earth, <laughs> Earth X, <laughs> there's X Earth with all the mutants on it, with, you know, Deadpool and Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> and a very drunk and angry Wolverine. <laughs> I just want to see Hugh Jackman Wolverine one more time in the yellow suit. That, that, that's all I want. That, that sel- that, that's my selfish want. From this whole multiversal saga, that that's just a, a selfish want of mine. Like, is, you, you had him in the see. There, has, that's a different secret war. That 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 original the secret wars from when we were all kids in the eighties. I remember that that was like a big deal. That's where they introduced the 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 the, the, the alien outfit, the the black Spider Man outfit. He got out of a vending machine. He, he thought it was just uh, some goo, but it was a sentient being. <laughs> yeah, the, the original Secret Wars, but then there was another, there was like a, a Secret War that happened, I want to say, seven years ago, eight years ago in, in, in the comic books, where like they, they had a whole bunch of different worlds and they, they, they tried to merge them all together. It was a, like Doctor Doom merged it, so... Uh, I wonder if he's going to be a part of that. Because, you know, Kang is definitely, it seems like it's going to be the big bad of all this. And, I, and then I know the, the actor Giancarlo Esposito, he, he's been rumored to be attached to an to a MCU role. And the top three roles I've, I've seen, it's either been it was Doctor Doom, Magneto, or Professor X, to, you know, since that... Patrick Stewart ain't getting any younger. And then they might have a 
have a Giancarlo be Professor X. <laughs> Personally, I'd rather have him be like Doctor Doom. I feel like his his acting style would be perfect for Doctor Doom. Um, less so Magneto. It, it could be fun, but I I, I would love him to be Doctor. He 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 he's kind of plays that same type of egomaniac, very calculating character. You know, obviously in in, in Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and The Mandalorian, and then in freaking The Boys, <laughs> he's real good. Uh, the Machiavellian style villain. So that that's where I think uh, he he he'd be he would be best utilized as Doctor Doom. Have, have that voice. Coming out from that, from that grill, very confidently telling Reed how dumb he is, and how much smarter he is than so-called the smartest man in the world, Reed Richards. Oh, I, that would make me happy. I, I, I would I, see. I would be entertained. That's the point of all this. Are we entertained? Are we? I know I am. Cillian Murphy would make a good Doctor Doom. Yeah, has to be a handsome guy with a small scar. Yeah, you know what? I'm inclined to agree with you. I think he would be like if if my if my uh, my Wizard magazine casting of Giancarlo Esposito is not gonna is probably not gonna happen. He would be good. He he was a great Scarecrow. I remember when he got cast as Scarecrow. I was like, oh man, it's that weird guy from that movie with Rachel McAdams. <laughs> That's so right, Ryan. Smartest man in the world tells one how to defeat Black Bolt. <laughs> I saw a really like racist meme. It was like this is a racist meme. <laughs> Quick, Black Bolt, use your voice, and then Wanda like erases uh, Monica Rambeau's mouth. <laughs> you racist? That's not Black Bolt. <laughs> Horrible, horrible. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and then I think I saw a different meme of like Wanda, Blackpool can tell you how to get your children back. Quick, tell him. <laughs> like that's what the smartest man in the world would have done. <laughs> so telling him he will destroy you with his mouth. What mouth? <laughs> Not very smart. <laughs> and so it's that Boston smart. All right, it has been 50 minutes, so I'm gonna. I really thought I was going to go 20, but uh, I didn't get that fourth yawn out. So uh, I want to thank uh, Ryan Tanaka, Judy Lynn, and Warren Lung for joining me here live. And there's other people who are, who are lurking, and thank you for lurking. I believe I saw Rolando Morales' name lurking in here. I, I believe I saw Adelaide Sanchez lurk. He was lurking as well. Thank you for lurking. And uh, thank you for 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 especially uh, you know Ryan and, and Judy and Warren for for chatting me up here live on the show, especially this late at night. I, I I appreciate that so much. You have no idea. You guys are always the real MVPs of the show. Those of you who can join me and engage me in conversation and keep 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 this rolling because if it's just me staring at the screen talking to myself, I feel that's not very entertaining. But if I'm talking to some other people, oh Scott Gobin, there you are. You. Yeah, caught you late. On oh, no worries. Hey, we're the we're the ones who are on late. <laughs> I I'm the one doing this show, having to wait until my son falls asleep. 
Although, I think now, I think Tiger's talking a lot. He, he's going to have to, yeah, Ryan, you're working the night shift, literally, at your job. <laughs> you love the conversation. I, I, I really appreciate the, the, the conversation that you bring, uh, Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be happy and healthy. I'm, I'm, I am exhausted as fuck. Uh, dad life wears me out. I'm, I'm sure, Ryan, you can understand that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to bring Tiger on because he, he's talking a lot now. It, it, it would be pretty funny to, to bring Ty on now. He, he'll talk. Yeah, Tiger. He's gonna be the. Oh you know, yeah, he he's speaking. He, he's getting when, once he gets like he's gotten super comfortable with my mom and my brother, and he's like ordering them around now. <laughs> and he he's comfortable at work with us now. He's just telling people what to do because <laughs> he's a little little. We we call him the little CEO. He, he, he treats us as such. Oh, that's right, Judy. We can talk about cars. That's right. He, he can tell you all about Lightning McQueen and Ramon and Flo and Mater. He, he names them all. Fillmore, Sarge, Sally. He, like, he just goes through them all. He knows all their names. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Scott. He, get, he got big, and he, he got big real fast. Dude, like my legs hurt right now. He was out running me today. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I, he was running away from me, and the only reason I caught him was because uh, he tripped. <laughs> my right, get him a baby boss suit. Oh, that, that is, that is Rosa's dream. She, she wants to make him a little suit, and he, like, full on CEO. Because <laughs> he, because he's a Capricorn, so Rosa's like, oh, he's a Capricorn. He's gonna be a CEO. He has he has the attitude to be a CEO. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> he bosses us around for sure. So let me let me let me let me land this bird. Thank you all of you for watching. Thank you for those who are commenting live on the show. You can always watch the show live on Facebook. We go live at some point Monday night, <laughs> at some point between 10 and 11 p.m. We, we Pacific time. We go live uh, for however long I'm able to go live. Uh, you can catch us. On social media at DreHGB Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. There's a lot of gaming content on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And finally, if you want to be awesome like our good friend Ryan Tanaka here and our other friend Daniel Wong, who probably is resting right now. Uh, you can join our Patreon. That's where how you can directly support the show. Thanks to the contributions of Ryan and Daniel, I'm able to pay for the hosting of the show on SoundCloud. So patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Yeah, good night, Scott. Good night, Ryan. Good night, Judy. Good night, anybody else who's watching that I, I can't see right now. We will see you guys next week. Have yourselves a good night, and thank you. Good night. Boop. And if you're still listening to the audio, this is for my wife.